Okay, welcome to tonight's edition of Sunday Night Novi. Sunday Night Novi is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. 613 on your dial. Tonight's year, prophetic vision in the 21st century. The message of Naveen Rishonim, the story of the Book of Shmuel. This series will focus on how Shmuel Navi, the author of the Book of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our time. This series is dedicated to Zechon Nishmas, Rabbi Rachmiel, Ben Aramei, Neshama Chab, and Leah. Okay. Uh, although, although, uh, I'm not a fan of calling um, the, the, end, the end of Shmuel Aleph, the end of a Sefer, but it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like art school, right? Right, Masechus Ksubis is divided into three to four volumes. So, so that's kind of like what, what, what we're talking about here. Um, however, um, the Savior ends with a extremely climactic uh, event, a, a cataclysmic event, uh, you might say. Um, I, I don't think I don't I don't think that's an understatement uh, with the death of Shalom El and 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 some of his children. Um, the the background to this event uh, has been building for for an extremely long time. Uh, we know the turning point of Shaul's uh, reign was after the battle with Amalek, and and he was unable to defeat them properly. Right, we spoke a little bit last week about remnants of Amalek possibilities, refugees, people escaped. Uh, you know, what, how there was still Amalek left over. So that was a discussion we had a little bit last week. But so we know, we know, we know that that kind that turned um, his his reign um, in the wrong direction. Um, a short time later, we there was a battle with with the Plishtim, uh, which is the story of the of the reign of Shaul, um, and of course that of course the defeat by by David Amalek of of um, of of Goliath, which was a a a, a major uh, victory um, in, in at that to the maybe the biggest victory um, to that point in Jewish history, other than obviously the wars with with Yoshua. I'm saying since Yoshua's time, that that was probably the biggest victory um, in Jewish history. Now. Now, as you recall, um, during the parade and the women coming out and dancing, um, so th- so they sang, you know, he called David Shaul the David right? They 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 hailed Shaul as a hero of thousands and David of ten thousands. So we know we know that that as we discussed um, a long time ago, that that was a major turning point in the life of Shaul. That was the moment in time. Where, where the words of Shmuel Hanavi, uh, where, where, where the words of Shmuel Hanavi came and hit him really like like a dagger hitting him in the heart. Perhaps even more, perhaps even more than than perhaps even more than than the actual words of Shmuel Hanavi. Where he told them that you weren't going to be the king anymore, but it was that moment where, where, where you know, you know, you know, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times in life, you know, we, you know, we hear things and we, uh, you know, oh, yeah, okay, it's coming, and then, then, then all of a sudden something happens, and like, oh my God, it's coming, like this is going to happen, and and we don't, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of women feel that way about Pesach, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> And then, uh, then you know, then the panic sets in that we could do before Pesach. I'm like, oh my God, it's coming. We got to do all the stuff we got to do. Um, but, but, but on a on a, on a bigger scale, uh, you know, there's build up for things. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we our heads are in the sand. We're in denial, and then it's coming. And then, oh my God. So perhaps, perhaps, perhaps we can say that when Shmuel told Shaul that his kingdom will will be taken away from him. And given to someone else. So perhaps that was just a, a, a hypothetical concept. But when he begins to realize that that the hypothetical concept uh, is no longer so hypothetical, 
is that there is now a man who who will be the hero of the Jewish people. And uh, um, yeah, Moshe and I were talking uh, earlier today. Um, I, I've said many times over the last few weeks that all of these stories is the buildup to, to David Amalek coming to the throne. And we're going to see in a couple of weeks from now, um, I don't know how many couple, but in a few weeks from now, um, ultimately all the Jewish people come to him and, and declare him as, as, as the king. And that is a, that is a significant uh, event. So it, it is, it is that reality that yes, there is somebody in this generation that could be the king that could be, uh, that's a hero of the, of all the Jewish people that will, will actually take my place. And that's kind of when, when, you know, a show kind of, you know, went off in, in, in the wrong direction. Um, we discussed many times that despite that, he did, he did show recognition of what was going to happen. Uh, we, we discussed that Yonatan uh, and David had a very special relationship. And Yonatan was, was, was perfectly happy to be the foreign minister uh, of, uh, under the reign of David Amel. And we discussed that there were a number of times where, where Sho'o himself came to this full conclusion that, that um, David was, was going to be his successor, or David was going to be his successor, and, and, and it's no longer a, it's no longer, you know, a myth. It's no longer hypothetical. And I think I think that that's very important. I think that's a very important backdrop to what's taking place in this parent. Uh, we we spoke last week. We spoke about David uh, Shaul going to the witches and uh, you know calling up the soul of Shmuel and David again, whatever that means. Uh, whatever exactly how that means, what, what that you know, what, whether that was considered, whether that was considered real or not. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, but. Um, but but the bottom line, but the bottom line is, is is this was the final preparatory step for the end of, of the life of, of Shoal. Uh, and, and even in death, uh, he it, it goes with some some controversy, as we're gonna, as we're going to see in a minute, and I'm going to discuss with you a little bit tonight. So let's look at Paraklamadala. And let's let's begin to appreciate um, the, the end of an era. Now, I say this with also a little bit of sadness, because you know, the end of David's reign ushered in a tremendous time, a glorious time when Shlomo becomes the king, and it was David's time. You know, the Gemara says, "Ain mafus no gas, zubazu afilo kemelo neima." Martin Shabbos says that the uh, one kingdom cannot uh, touch the other kingdom, even the, the slightest threat, in the slightest amount of time. And when one king's time is up, the next king has to come on. So that sense of, of the passing of the throne, the passing of the scepter, is felt from David to Shlomo. But here, but here it's like Taviyocho. Um, Again, I don't mean to compare it to this. You know the you know the description of the assassination of, of of JFK, right? You know the the country was at a uh, was at a standstill. Like it was a it was a a, a shocking um, uh, event. Now I'm not saying that the death of any king is not a shocking event, uh, and certain. But I'm saying, but if you look at the, if you look at the death of Queen Elizabeth, you know recently. Uh, you know it was just you know it was certainly the country was sad. Um, you know, but at the same time, there was a, a certain recognition that, okay, she was, uh, you know, 96 years old. Uh, you know, her time is up and, and it's time for the next stage, you know, in, in the throne. So that, that and, it does, and that doesn't mean that people weren't sad. That doesn't mean people weren't upset. But it, mean, it means that there was a certain, you know, vision of the passing on uh, of, of the throne. And that certainly existed from David to Shlomo, because we're going to see that, you know, David's great act of, of, of officially declaring Shlomo before he dies, one of the great, one to me, one of the great things, 
one of the great moves that David Amalekh made in his life was, was, was not was not leaving that up to fate uh, when he died. Um, now, but here, but here we end. Here we're going to have a passing of authority, a passing of the scepter. But it's sad. It's much it's much sadder than a typical passing of the scepter when the king dies, and then you just have a state funeral. You know, it's a there's a shock factor. Uh, on top of that, what comes with it also is a, is a terrible defeat of the Jewish people in the hands of the Plishtim. So that 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 just makes it just so much worse. Uh, the end of a you know a difficult life. Um, you know, and and ends this way. So let's let's see. Perak Lamed Alf. It's page 192. If you're in the art scroll, it's Perak Lamed Alf. A small Aleph. Uh, again, this is the this is the the, the final parak. And, and 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 we'll see the reaction of the people, and we'll discuss a little bit. Uh, you know what's happening here. So says the the pasuk. Uplishtem nilchamim Israel. Right. It says that the plishtim uh, were fighting. Uh, among the Jewish people. Okay, uh, one more thing I just want to mention. I mentioned last week that one should not think that Shaul, for one moment, um, get, um, you know, abdicated his responsibility as the defender of the Jewish people. He goes down. He goes down. He goes down. Uh, he goes down in battle. He goes down in defense of of the Jewish people, and and, and that's that's also a very important message here. Anyways, let's see. Please, Tim Dilchamu. Again, one ninety two in the arts called Paraklamadal. Vayanusu Anshe Yisrael Mipne Plishtim. It says, and and the men of Israel ran off before the Plishtim. Um, right. So the if you look at the note, the quotes the Abba Brunel, who says that flight running away is the beginning of downfall. Right. Once you're in, once you're in retreat, once and you're being pursued, so that's uh, you know that that's really the beginning of of the end. Uh, right. Rashi makes an interesting comment. He says, Omer Rishon." Right. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit of a Hollywood term, right? Where right. we we spoke about this a while ago, and then we had this whole story with David Amela. First, we had with the witches, and then you had the story with David Amela. Um, you know, uh, for with Amalek and Siklag and all of that, and 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 now, meanwhile, meanwhile, back on the ranch, right? Right. And so let, let's go back to our original. Uh, Rashi says, let's go back to our, our original discussion. So it says they ran away from the Plishtim, Vayiplu Chalalim Bahara Gilboa, and 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 they fell slain. The men of Israel ran off from before the, and they fell slain upon Hara Gilboa, meaning meaning there was death. Uh, at at Har uh, and it says the plishtim concentrated on uh, means they, they were attached, they were they were stuck uh, to the uh, 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 says right? They pursued them until uh, you know until they caught up to them. Right, it says, and they, and they killed Yonatan, Abinadav, Malkishua, Beneshu. So, so we see Elish um, Radak says, Elish Losha Beneshu, Shazahar, Haim, Shayotimimo, Milchama, Lafika, Mesoimo. He's both as Nishababais, Kiloha Yotse, Milchama. The Radak says, these, these, um, Children of Shaul classically went out to battle with him, but the other, but the other children um, did not go out. Did not go out with him. Mephibosheth, for example, and they and they unfortunately, because they went out to battle, uh, they died. David writes, Right, that's the next step. Right, it says in the pasuk, the the war became heavy. Uh, and uh, against Shaul, because because all the children had died, um, and so now their focus was capture him. Um, it says that um, it says that it says the archers, the men with both found him. 
Vayachel Ma'ol Mehamorim, and Shaul was was terrified from from the archers. Verotzelomar uh, Shematsu Makoma Shenitmanba. Right, right. The the Masudat of it says that they they found the place that he was hiding. Upachad Meham Shelo Yisalubo, and he was afraid that they were going to uh, to capture them. The Jewish army had fled. Apparently, even Avner, Shaul's general, deserted the field. But Shaul and his sons held their ground and fought on. Now the Plishtim concentrated their assault against them. Shaul's fourth son, Ishposha, is not mentioned here. Either he did not come to the battle because he was not strong enough, or he fled with Avner and the others. Uh, now, afraid, afraid to engage in hand-to-hand combat with Shaul, the Philistines used archers to attack the mighty and valiant warriors. Uh, and it says that, Vayachamaod, the righteous men who fought alone against overwhelming odds, knowing that Shmuel's prophecy that he would not survive the battle was not afraid of death. The next verse explains the reason for his fear. He was afraid that he would be wounded but remain alive, and then the Philistines would parade around him and use his capture to desecrate the name of Hashem. That's a very, very important point here, and that we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. That that's that's an extremely important point that Shaul. Was 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 afraid of of Chil Hashem. There was a uh, uh, you know show on so, see you know you know you know what what it is like when you see when you see great people who who okay who maybe you know show you know show is a you know uh, I hate to use the term a Shakespearean tragedy right um, but at the same time and 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 I, you know I know I, I know I've said this many many times since we started this. You know, we're not allowed to downplay the greatness of Shaul HaMelech. And, and, and Shaul HaMelech go, goes down a hero. Like he goes down as, as, and he, and he, as, as it says, he refused to, two things. He refused to, because he could have walked away after, after he heard the, what, what Shmuel Hanovi had told him after they called up his, his, his neshama, whatever, whatever that means. Uh, he could have walked away, and he said he did not walk away. And at the same time, here, you know, he didn't run off as as description of some of the uh, of some of the mafarshim that the soldiers ran off. He does he does not run off. He is there. And there's two things he was concerned about: the fate of the Jewish people and covered Shemayim. Uh, you know, and he was he was concerned greatly about Kol Hashem and uh, and uh, you know. Because because he understood that 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 the, that Am Yisrael um, is is the is the symbol of Kiddush Hashem in the world, and and in any way that Am Yisrael goes down, Hashem Hashem is diminished as well in the world, and and, and Shaul was greatly afraid of that, and and he saw that if there's if there's some kind of desecration of the Jewish people, that that you know what what do we say in Halal Lama Yomru Hagoyim. Ayeyelohehem, right? Right. The pasuk in Hollow. You know, why should the goyim say, you know, where, where, where is your God? And Shaul did not want that to happen. Shaul was very, very concerned that that should not happen. So Vayomer Shaul and Oseke love. So Shaul says to his armor bearers, Shlof Charbecha, draw your sword, Vidak Reinibo, and and stab me with it. Pen Yavoha Are Lima Ele Udikaruni Visalubi. Let these uh interesting term he uses the are lim, the uncircumcised, those that don't those that are not in the briso of Avram Avino. The low Ava no sekilavki are So Shaul asked his weapon bearers basically to kill him. Um he said he, he said he's his cheshman was like this: better I die in the hands of you. Of friends that that then I let these then I let these Arelim, these these terrible horrible people come and 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 destroy you. He says, "Rotzaloma dekiras mavis utkaruni hisalavi rotzaloma dekiras mikoevos ulahashirchai visalubi." He said, um, "He he said he said Shaul said that 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 they're not going to kill me. They'll 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 stab me and they'll they'll watch me suffer." Uh, but but they were afraid. Shaul took the sword himself and he fell upon it. Uh, the simple meaning is he committed suicide. Okay, now we have to talk about that. 
we're going we're to talk about that, but not right this minute. But, but there is what to say here on this. Um, one second. Okay. Now, we're going to come back to that idea in a second. Vayarno se kevav kimesho. So, so that they saw, um, right, so interesting, it says that Shaul died. The Radak says not exactly, because we know the Ger Amaleki, which is in the beginning of the next uh, Shmuel Beis, killed him. Um, it says, nafsha kimesa. Right, Radak says um, it's possible, however, um, that the Amaleki was deceitful and, and, and he found him dead. And, uh, you know, there's two possibilities. Either Karo the Mesa, so one more time, Karo the Mesa, maybe he was almost dead. Right, so one possibility the Radak says that he, he wasn't fully dead, he, he was mortally wounded. And then the Amalek came and finished off the job, and then, and then you know, and, and that's what he told David. Uh, and, and then he says, the and it's possible Kiki that the Amaleki did uh, was deceitful. Kiloe uh, he didn't kill him. El after he fell on the sword. And 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 he said that and he said that um, in order to find favor in David's eyes, he thought he would. He thought he would win favor in David's eyes. Oh, I killed the, your your great enemy. Uh, so so he said that. So it's very interesting. So so the Radak suggests that 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 the Garamaliki actually did not commit c- commit the murder. But the, but, uh, but but it, but it, it seems clear that that Shaul had committed suicide. Now says the Radak, Don't think for a minute that Shaul. Killed himself. Before I continue in the Radak, I want to read you. Uh, I want to read you um, the Sopanara in Eurydia. Hold on a second. The fact that they have this together is really amazing. Um, the Sopanara in Eurydia in Shimon Hay talks about suicide. This is what he says. That somebody who commits suicide, uh, uh, um, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't do the same things that we do for a regular person who dies. We don't, we don't have the same kind of a cover mace that and and all the things that we do with the chaver kedisha. You know, writes the shah. The, uh, the he says the avon gadolhu hamaabed atzmo ladas. Now. Now, now, what what is the practical uh, approach? So the Shulchan Aruch says the Amos Abba We don't sit shiva. The Amos Pidim also. We don't give hespedim. We don't give eulogies. The Lo Korem. The Lo Cholzim. Right. We don't tear kriya. Cholzim is a minute we don't have anymore. Aval Omdim Allah Beshura. But we still do the row in the cemetery. The Omrim Allah Birchas Avelim Echol Davar Shahul Kavod L'Chaim. So Shulchan Aruch says that anything that is a um, Kovet Achayim, we would do. Now, now the Shach writes because the Mitzvah Sarashba da'av she'amru b'chol makom emis askim amuchol davar lolinin kuba lolinin kvur of a tachrichin amru elishen korim v'lochotzen. The the Rashba says that it doesn't mean that we don't bury him properly, and it, it doesn't mean that we don't uh, put tachrichin. Uh, we do. Right. Um, I think from this comes this uh, sort of myth uh, that we don't that we don't bury them in a uh, in a Jewish cemetery. Um, I don't see that here personally. Uh, and, and and if you read the shop, if you read the shop, it's pretty clear that you you bury him and you put you put on uh, tachrichin. Um, 
uh, now I'm not going to have a discussion with you about mental health and and you know what we think about people that commit suicide and and and, and that's why we bury them anyway and we do we do and we sit shiva and we do that's fine uh, that, that's not my point here my point here is a straight up uh, halachic discussion of of committing suicide and and it's certainly something that that uh, the shulchan aruch um, dealt with. Now, 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 the uh, Be'er Hetev quotes in the notes here. He says, "He says, Mashmash ain't core no love club. I feel avilim that we don't do any kriya. Aval dasa ramban vehator sheha avilim core no love. Vahai ain't core no rechotim akam l'shona." So the Ramban already says that we do kriya. That it's you know it's really a, a bad thing. Okay, but leave it at face value. That, that I think we all agree that committing committing suicide is certainly not a uh, a, a practice that will be frowned upon by Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, now, so right now, so now, so back to that discussion. But, but we see Shaul did commit to it. It's pretty posh. The Radak, the, the, the Radak does not like the idea that the Geramalekai killed him. The, the Radak it seems like like seems like to go with the idea that he, that he really did that 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 Shaul killed himself, and then. And then the Garamalaki said it to, to win favor in Dover. So this is what he writes. So writes, writes, Viafopichain, Lochata, Lochata Shol, Vahargo Atzmo, Afopisha Kosov, Achas, Timchemanasho, Sechem, Edros, Kolomermi, Yedchem, Edrosho, Imtargu, Atzmechem. Right, the Pussek, the Drusha, and the Pussek, and the Noah, that if you kill yourself, Hashem will come and and take out accounting against you. He says Shaul knew that is that 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 he wasn't he wasn't living pet. Um he was Shaul knew that he was not living past this day. He knew that this was his last day, the Rodak says, because Shmuel told him that. The ode, so 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 based on that. So basically, he was to, now, now. Now we could get into a whole discussion about enhancing death, uh, you know, uh, pulling out plugs, things like that. You know, obviously these are these are very serious halakhic questions that require a greater polisic than me uh, to to answer. Uh, but but we can discuss that. But but so so the Radak's answer is a little is a little cloudy in the sense that because he knew he died, so therefore he committed suicide. It's hard, hard to. To put that together, but as he says, he says, he says, the the right? Right, he was afraid that they were gonna, you know, they'll capture him, they'll surround him, and they'll make a big galecta, uh, um, out of him. So he felt. So Radak is pretty clear that the um, that the death of Shaul was justified uh, in the way he did it. The uh, Shulchan Arach back in Simon Shimon Hey says the following. He says, Interesting. He says he says a a a um, a Godol who who willingly kills himself. But it's honest, meaning it's uh, it's honest. It's not not on purpose. It's it's uh, it. Uh, there are other circ- there are other circumstances and other questions that are involved. It says who kishol hamelech, like shol hamelech, ain monim imenu koldavar. If someone is in a in a in a scenario like shol hamelech. We don't take away uh, anything from them, right? Right. This could get, this. Uh, we could have a discussion of DNRs, and we can have a discussion of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, euthanasia is not permitted. <laughs> we, don't, we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't go that way. But I'm saying, but there are, but there are circum, there are circumstances where we do. We don't. We we hold back medication where we, you know, we leave things status quo when a person is critically ill. Uh, you know, um, 
we we could spend the next uh, year just discussing the the um, the inferences that the Shulchan Aruch is making here. But 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 for our purposes, this is another year. Um, I have not lost sight of that. Um, that um, he says, if if you're honest, like Shol Hamela, then then all all bets are off, and we call the Chavra Kadisha, and we tear Kriya, and we have a we have a we have a Levaya, and Racham, and we say Yeshua, we say Kaddish, we do all of those things. Shach writes, Chaharagas Atzmo, the Fisha Shiroa, Shaplishim Yasubok Kirtsonam Viagu. Right? He said he knew the Plishim were going to kill him, and they were going to do uh, uh, things uh, uh, with him. So, you know, there were other people in our history. You know, Hanania, Mishael, and Azaria, right, went into the went into the furnace uh, instead of uh, you know instead of bowing down to the idol. And I'm going to say it's the Argal Yahweh. I understand, but I'm saying I'm saying it, it, some of these challenging stories are part of our history, and it's pretty clear that uh, Shaul is defended. There is a Gemara in Yevamos on Dav Ayin Ches Amid Beis that says. Um, that there was they didn't they weren't masbid shaul properly. Although I'm not really sure why. I'm not sure really sure why, why we say that because David Amel did give a hesped for him, but but maybe but maybe it means that more people should should have done it. Okay, the Gemara says. Um, he says katova el shaul shalonispad kalacha. Right, the Gemara has has a comment that there is a, a claim Hashem demanded retribution for the honor of Shaul because he was not properly eulogized. Uh, so what does that tell you? Uh, so, so now that, that, back to what we said from the Shulchan Aruch, uh, if he wasn't properly eulogized here, so we said we said um, uh, you know we we, we we don't do uh, you know in misaskim imo the whole dover. So what what the Gemara and Yabomas is clearly stating is that that does not apply to Shalom Elch. That we are Misasekim of Beholder. Because it was a taina that they weren't masbid him properly. So that means that his act is defended. And what he did, um, there there is a great defense of. So yeah, so you have really a lot, so you have a really a, a lot of uh room here uh to say that you know what Shaul did uh was, was somewhat uh justified. Anyway, I just wanted to point out the issue here. That's a very serious issue. Uh, and I, I also wanted to point out that the sadness, like like you see, like like even in his death, it's such a controversial, convoluted uh, moment. It's not like like going to be dying in peace, <laughs> like 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 the like the postgum for centuries were writing about, you know. Was his act legitimate? Was that the Gemara dealt with it? Uh, you know, th- there was a lot of uh, a, a lot of fallout from 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 this story. Uh, that's the word I was looking for. Anyway, um, so anyway, Vayama Shol Ushlosis Panav Kelav Gamko Anashim Vayamahu Yachta. So it said they all died basically uh, uh, on on the same day. It, it, they, they were all gone on the same day. This will happen. In a period of of one day, Hasmuchem elav b'milcham tov mesu b'harav yuboa v'asharan also. The Radak says those that were surrounding him stayed with him on harav yuboa, and everybody else fled. Okay, vayiru anshe Yisrael asher be'ever ha'emet. So it says. So it says now. It says that the Jewish people who are on the who are on the other side of the of the valley. Um, um, right. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, so they saw that that what had happened that people had fled and that Shaul had, and his sons had died. And it says so they themselves um, abandoned their cities and fled. Right, and the Pushtun came, and they they occupied uh, uh, the cities. So, so you had a total um, 
destruction that it, that had taken that had taken place. Uh Plishtim. It says um, Radak says it was the cities that bordered on Gaza, if we may, uh bordered on the on the Plishtim. The Khaim be Aver Hayadin, Hamakomos Mukos the Yardin, the Smukos Eris Plishtim, Veloyalavam Irmivsar, Vasam said they they had no fortified cities left and and therefore they fled. <laughs> If I if I if I could just give like an ironic uh, moment of history, um, you know all, all these places that that they fled. So so the the Midah Kinegamida was that the Arabs in 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 forty eight and sixty seven all you know all, all fled all, all these areas and left it to to the Jewish people. And then you know later on they came back and said, well, that's really ours. Well, you left. Who told you to leave? You know, it's just a little ironic twist of history. Um, maybe that's the Midah Kinegamida that the Plishtim forced us to 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 flee, and and later on a Kaddish Baruch cashed in on that uh, in in history. Anyway, something to think about. Uh, that's that's I just made that up. So <laughs> take take it take it at face value. Anyway, Vayhimi Macharas Vayvol Plishtim Lefashet Esachalolim. It said the next day. Um, it says that they 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 went to plunder the the um, you know the dead bodies. Um, I I don't need to tell this group um, the pictures uh, in the from the concentration camps of of all the you know the jewelry and the you know that the people had golden teeth that were that were removed and and all the you know it was a, the clothing and the you know. Yeah, you know the piles of shoes and and, and you know all, all the things that you know these images that we have seen um, in Auschwitz and other places. Uh, you know that's what happens. The Plishtim were on that level. It says it says they they came. Uh, I think I skipped the post. Um, oh no no. no flim So they found I guess the corpses of Shaul. And, and and his sons at Haragilbo. Vayikwasuas will show. This is great. It says they severed his head. Uh Kelav, and they, you know, they took off his uh, royal garments. And and they sent heralds all about the land of Plishin to inform those of uh, their idols and their people. Right, that that's the whole Hashem aspect of the story. That they they thought that their Avodah had given them victory. Um, you know, um, the Gemara says in in Gittin, this is a Tishbab Gemara, right? You know, it says Riochanan and Zakai when he met when he met uh, Vespasian says that he made three requests. Right, one was the famous Tamu Yavna of the Chachamea. One was you know give me the city of Yavna and the Chachamea, and and the other is. Um, you know, the second was he wanted a doctor for Rabbi Tzadok, who was fasting many years that the Chbeis Amigdas shouldn't be destroyed. Right? There's the, the Medrash in Echarabah describes how they, they, they healed him. I think it's the Gemara, and the Gemara also. Um, how they gave him a little bit and how they revived his digestive system. I think it's in the Gemara also, but for sure it's the Medrash in Echarabah. Um, anyway, and the third thing was to, to spare the house of, of Hillel. Right? So, so Rabbi Wine points out that Rabbi Barrow Wine points out that the custom was when the, when the Romans crossed the rebellion, they would kill the leadership. And 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 Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai asked Vespasian not to do that. And and, and that was obviously granted. Um and but here they they went, they they they, they desecrated his body. Uh, uh they severed his head and they stripped off his gear and sent it. Heralds, right? They placed his gear in the temple of Ashtaros and they hung his remains upon the wall of Beishan. I don't know if that's the same Beishan, but I was in Beishan um, a long, long time ago. Anyway, by Ishmu, uh, so it's famous, it's very famous. By Ishmuel Lav, Yoshre Yavesh Gilad. So the inhabitants of Yavesh Gilad, Esashu Plishtim Lashol. So they, now, now if you remember, Yavesh Gilad were the people that. That Amon had threatened to come and attack and and to 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 knock out their their uh, 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 the right eye or the left eye I don't remember which one um, anyway and Shaul that was when Shaul became king and Shaul um, insisted and mobilized the army to defend the people of of Yavesh Gilad um, the people of Yavesh Gilad were uh, were very uh, 
um, grateful uh, for, for what Shaul had done to protect them. And, and they felt a, a great debt uh, to him um, forever. Like they, they, they were eternally grateful to him. So it says, so, so they heard what had, what had gone on. Um, it says that they they went and they they took the bodies um, there uh, um, and and they uh, inhabited the Avesh God never forgot the Shoha done for them first being king. King Nachash of Amun had threatened them with servitude and mutilation and gave them seven days to respond to his ultimatum. Shaul, who has not yet asserted his authority as the newly anointed king, rose to the occasion. Now they repaid him um, uh, posthumously by risking great danger to rescue his remains. They burned Shaul's possessions in according with the Talmudic dictum that one may not use the personal belongings of the king. Ultimately, the bodies have become decomposed and infested from exposure so the people burn the flesh we use chemicals burned away. So it's not sure what they burned. They burnt the body, they burnt their remains. But the bottom line is um um to Masudat David assumes it's Al Habasar Yomar, Yaki Nitzucha, Birima Al Sabahem, because he says that the bodies had decayed and, and the uh the worms had attacked it, so they burnt it. Oh Akle Tashmisho Yomar, or maybe they burnt the uh the Kalim of the king. He came Derek Lisro Klitash Mishamel, the Val Yishtamish Bahamacha, because no one else is allowed to use uh, what the king of the Khenamurabasin is Sorfim Alhamalachim. Right? It says that they, they burn the, the Kalim uh, of the king. Okay. So, so they so they um uh so they, they went and they rescued um uh, it says Mahim Sorfim Alayim Mitasan with Klitash Misha, Odata Al Swevas Bisomim, um so Radak says that could be that they they did some embalming. Uh, they or they put they burnt spices. Right. So Radak says that that they buried the bones and they burnt off the skin because it had become infected with with all of that. But in a daring rescue, um, they uh, people of Yavesh Gilad. Um, Gave Shaul at least at the end a, a proper kfura, a proper burial, um, and, and showed him proper respect—the respect that he certainly deserved. Uh, it says that they they took his bones and they buried him. Right, so that goes along with what the Mafarshim say that they had to burn off the flesh, but that but they they, they preserved the bones, and it says vayasumu. Um, and it says they fasted seven days uh, after the death of Shaul. Um, and it says that they, um, you know, it's inter- interesting. It says they they burnt it tachasa eshel, you know, via via uh, What what's eshel? So eshel is reminiscent of Abraham, right? It says right? Rashi says famous famous statement that uh, eshel stands for achilah on lina. That you know Abraham Avinu. Planted a place where people could come. It was a place that Asha was symbolic of the chesed of Avram Avinu did. So uh, I, I don't think it's an irony that the that the Novi says that, that they buried Shaul Tachasa Asha because because the the burial of Shaul was was an was an act of of, of chesed uh, MS on, on steroids. <laughs> I mean, it was a. Because, as we said before, they risked their lives. They got, they went into the police camp at night. They stole the flood, the bodies, and and they were able to to give him a a proper uh, burial. So why why did they fast for seven days? So Radak says. He says it, it was a remembrance of the seven days that the king of Ammon had given them before he was going to come and mutilate them. And, and it was during that time that Shaul gathered his forces together to defend them. It's amazing to me. And 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 I don't think this is not... Now, we know this part of the novel was obviously not written by Shmuel because he's dead. Written by God and Nassau. The Novi ends the description of the life of Shaul with a moment of chesed. 
and, and, and I think it's a beautiful idea. In other words, there's so much we could say about Shaul. Uh, you know, we could feel sad about, you know, how he spent his life, uh, the rest of the last part of his life pursuing David and all, and all the sadness. Shaul goes down as a hero. He did not shy away from his from his his responsibility to the Jewish people, and then and then upon his death, he brought about chesed. He brought about chesed as the people Yavesh Gilad, and the stamp of, of if you want to say the end of Shmuel Allah is is an act of chesed, and it's an act of chesed for someone who 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 had done chesed for them. And and it's 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 a period. I mean, it's not a long time ago. It was maybe a year or two, but but it was it, it was it was an indelible mark. That act of chesed, that sense that that when he became king and they were attacked and 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 and, and he saved them and, and and those people felt that sense of security because of his actions, forced them. And they did not see it as a risk of their life, even though they knew obviously it was dangerous what they were doing. Because uh, says Anshe Chayel says the you know the people of valor uh, went and came, and then the courageous people went and came and did it. But they but but they saw it as an obligation because they saw that we had to do this. Because how how can we let how can we a how can we let this bizarre take place to the Melech Israel? So that was the first thing that they were thinking. The second thing that they were thinking is how can we let this happen to the person. Who put himself on the line for us, and, and and that's and then it says they fast for seven days, and and and, and the Radak so beautifully says that the that the end of the seven day it was the seven days because they wanted everyone to know that that the death of this man was well, that that we are paying tribute to this to the to to this man who saved us, and and, and that's how and that's how the Shmuel ends. the the end of life of Shaul. There was an act of the, the death of Shaul sprang into action, a, a tremendous act of chesed shalemis. The Shalah Kodesh writes um, that there's three levels of chesed. Uh, level one is, is when we do chesed for people that, that you know, we would assume that if we were in the same situation, they would do it for us, right? Somebody needs money, you know, you lend the money. Uh, you know, and we would assume that if we needed money and they had it, they would do the same for us. The second level, the Shalah Kodesh writes, is Bikacholim. Uh, where you visit someone and you don't, you know, they may hopefully they'll survive, but if they don't, they're not going to pay you back. So you did big kohol, you did chesed for them. And the third level is chesed shalemis, is what we do for a mace. Um, um, that, that they know they're not going to get anything in return. The Navi Shmuel ends with chesed shalemis. And I also wonder that, that you know, what one of the things that I that I discussed in summation of this of this first part of, of Sefer Shmuel is how Shmuel turned the people in the right direction. You know, and Shmuel Anovi did it, did it through his kindness, through his his reach, his his ability to reach out to people, his traveling city to city, him, him sitting with people, him him talking to people, he, he, you know, his greatness, Tovim Hashem, Tovim Iman Hashem. And I just wonder, and Shmuel, and Shmuel, the stamp of Shmuel Hanavi, uh, 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 if you don't understand this, then you don't understand Shmuel Hanavi, was he put an end to a period of time in Jewish history that was just awful. And, and, and he didn't just put an end to it. He turned it in such a positive direction. So many, uh, we're going to learn about so many great things that are about to happen. We're going to learn not such good stories to go about. Um, I'm not saying no, but I'm saying, but but in the in the cosmic picture, Shmuel Anovi set, set, the, set the place uh, right. He, you know, he righted the ship uh, and and maybe that's why also that the that the first part of Sefer Shmuel, which which is surrounded by his death, although it's again it's, it's after his death, um, ends with with an act of Chesed Shalemis, because Shmuel Anavi says that the ultimately you know Rachmanim Baishanim and Gomlei Chasadim, the character trait of the Jewish people that must prevail is we have to be kind and we have to have a sense of shame and, and you know, so, so today's daf was uh, have have busha. Um, and uh, tomorrow's stuff actually. Um, and and uh, you know, and we go and and the message uh, as we end, uh, as we end, uh, a sad story was that though we always have to look for the chesed, we always have to look for the kindness, we always have to be kind. And and the people of Yavesh Gilad put their stamp on this book, and, and maybe just maybe that was the stamp and that was the hesper for Shmuel Hanovi. 
um, that 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 he so righted the ship that people were even willing to risk their lives to do to do chesed and chesed shalemis. They could have let it go. They could have done nothing. They could have said it's too dangerous. They said no. We're going to do, and then they fasted for seven days because they were so moved. They were so moved by what he had done for them and what they had done and what they had accomplished, and they wanted to send a message to Am Yisrael that this is this is who we are. This is how we're supposed to behave, and this is what and and that's the epitaph of Shmuel Hanavi, and that's the goodbye to Shmuel Hanavi is that is that he so righted the ship that 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 people were, were had so so he had so inculcated these values into the Jewish people after a period, and you know, we spoke about with Gidon and how they t- they didn't want to help him and about Yiftach and how they didn't want to deal with him and all of that. And this is the end of Sefer, uh, the first part of Sefer Shmuel, an act of chesed, fasting seven days in tribute to someone who had helped them because they felt they needed to, to, in, to do something in return because they, they were not showing in their feelings without doing that act in, in return. So that's that 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 that's that's the end of, of this story. This is that's the end of, of the story here. Um, next Sunday night um, is the Ohel dinner, um, and and since I am greatly uh, indebted to Ohel for all they've done for my family, particularly uh, my, my son and, and my brother-in-law, I must go to the Ohel dinner next Sunday night. Um, so we will not have a share next Sunday night. Uh, it's going to be a little bit erratic. We'll be on the following Sunday night in two weeks, uh, and then I think the following we have a chasana. And then, and then after that, it should be back to back to normal schedule. Okay, so so I will not see you guys next Sunday night, uh, but Mr. Shem, I will see you in two weeks. Um, uh, Moshe, please uh, please let the the shul besides the people here uh, let the shul know so yeah. that yeah. Sunday morning. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks. We'll begin the second book of Shmuel. A uh, good time if you want to get other people to join. This is starting a new book, uh, although it's not a new book as I discussed. But um, uh, but we'll we'll, be, we'll begin that and we'll, be, we'll begin to see the the reign of David Amelach in full force, and we'll discuss all the challenges that that he went through, and we'll try to come up with some uh, understanding of uh, of what messages he left us um, in his reign. So again, thank you uh, everybody for coming each and every Sunday night. It's it's so greatly appreciated, um, and it really gives it gives uh, meaning to the beginning of the week. And, and, and now ready to go into the week, knowing that you know that we have this experience together. So thank you all for coming. Um, thank Mr. you, Shem, Rabbi. Will, you're welcome. I will see you uh, again. I will see everyone back here in two weeks. Uh, anyone who missed it tonight, they'll be on the podcast. And uh, if you want to listen to some of the other shiurim. Uh, we have all of Sefer Shoftim and, mm-hmm. and now all of Sefer Shmuel Aleph uh, on the podcast. Okay, take care. Everyone be well, stay healthy, and uh, it's starting well. to get cold, so stay warm. Take care. Yeah.